Hi there, I'm your host Jenny and welcome to Soleil, a podcast devoted to the exploration of the hobbies and passions that give our lives meaning. Each episode I'll be talking about the things myself and my guests are doing to enrich our lives and bring the sunshine to our daily routines. So get comfy and I hope you'll stay a while. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. It's a lovely sunny day today and it feels really nice to be sat here recording. I hope everyone's having a lovely morning and today we're going to talk about something which I think is quite exciting and it's a craft that I've been wanting to try for months and months and I finally bit the bullet and bought a kit and created it over the weekend and that is Jesmonite. So this podcast is just going to be talking a little bit about Jesmonite, what it is, um, how you use it and kind of the steps that I took to making a really gorgeous Jesmonite tray. So yeah, keep listening if you want to hear more about Jesmonite. So jesmonite is a type of resin which has gained popularity in recent months. I think mainly due to TikTok to be honest. It's the kind of thing that like along with epoxy resin which is something you probably have seen a lot online. Um, those two, These two types of resins have really got a lot more popular and well known through online videos like TikTok and from YouTube videos and stuff like that. So whereas a couple of years ago you might not have known if something was like jasmineite or epoxy, now you could probably tell um, just based on like the ubiquity of those videos online. So yeah, first of all, what is jasmineite? Well, basically it's a type of resin which is also known as acrylic resin or eco resin and it was created by a guy called Peter Hawkins in 1984 I believe in the UK and it's basically a substance that is typically used for creating things like sculptures or casting um, molds so you can like pour the jasmineite into um, like a little mold and then you could when you um, demold it you'll get that shape hardened so it's really comparative to something like mixing cement um, to make like to fill a mold with concrete or if you ever did this when you were younger I know I certainly did with my mum my sisters when we were younger plaster of Paris that's kind of like a white powder that you mix with water you pour it into a mold and it sets hard so yeah those two things I'd say were the most comparable to jasmineite but basically it's kind of like this opaque resin and it's mixed with one part liquid to 2.5 parts base powder so it's like um you don't mix it with water you mix it with like a specific jasmineite liquid so yeah you get both parts um you can just buy them online in a kit or you can buy them separately but like you'd need both parts to make jasmineite and what happens is the liquid and the powder basically react together to make this exothermic reaction so like the jasmineite will get hot when it's in the mold 
and then once it cools down it's basically completely hardened and set what it feels like is you know there's one thing that it feels exactly like and I think if you know if you know you know if if you felt it you'll know what I talk what I'm talking about it's those kind of bamboo um place wear like tableware you know like a bamboo plate or a bamboo um cup or something like that it's kind of like this soft and smooth finish that's not really dry but it's not it's not wet but it's like um kind of like silky I don't it's really hard to explain it's basically really smooth and nice to touch and yeah that's kind of like the finish that jasmineite will give and what you can do is incorporate things into the jasmineite so as it stands it's just like a a pale base colour it's not really pure white but it's not grey either it's kind of like in between uh, and a bit creamy too it's kind of like uh, I don't know just an off-white basically <laughs> and what I did to make my tray was add terrazzo chips so terrazzo is a type of Italian stoneworking technique that basically uses like little chips of um, stone or, or like marble and that kind of thing then you when you mix it with concrete and then you set it it will basically have like a speckled effect so you can recreate the exact same thing with jasmineite obviously you're not using the chips from you know stones or marble or whatever you're basically making the chips yourself with the jasmineite so you mix it a little bit with water uh no not with water sorry with color <laughs> you mix a little bit with color and spread it out and then once you, that's dry you can kind of flake it up into flakes and chips and then when you mix that in with a larger quantity of jasmine it will make this terrazzo effect so that's like a really popular way that jasmine is being used at the moment it's definitely something that's been kind of blowing up on tiktok and online and certainly if you um are a frequent visitor of etsy you will have seen lots of examples of shops that are selling that I think it's just very popular at the moment and rightly so it's beautiful and you can definitely customize it to like different colors um different styles you could do color palettes or um really do whatever you feel like with it there's a lot of creative freedom with something like jasmine like because you can just add the pigments and make it your own so the history as I said, it, it kind of came from this guy, Peter Hawkins, and he actually still owns the company and he still is involved in the, the daily running of the company. So I feel like that's pretty cool to have a, a material that has been created relatively recently in the grand scheme of things. Like it's not stoneworking in that it's been going on for thousands of years. It, it's from the 80s. So, you know, only 40 years old. And this product is used for, like I said, sculptures. And I think that was its intended use to kind of give this marble effect without having the cost of marble. And also it's a, a fair bit lighter than marble. So without having that 
um, you know, cumbersome aspect of an enormous marble sculpture. So that's kind of a little bit of background about Jesmonite. And I hope that soon, and I'm sure it will, become more well-known. I think unless you're really into crafting and you kind of do research a lot of the time, you're always on Pinterest and that kind of thing, which I am, you will have heard of it. But if you haven't, then I hope that soon it will become one of those like crafts that people will have heard of, you know. Like if people think of crafts, like people know embroidery, painting, um, you know, like cross-stitching, that kind of thing, even if you don't do it. Hopefully soon people will know Jesmonite, even if they've never done it before. So I think it's a really special medium and definitely one that is catching my attention online. So yeah, that's kind of like a little bit of a background about Jesmonite. I'm going to talk about my experience with it and how I got on with it and yeah what I thought about it. So I knew that I wanted to get my Jesmonite from Etsy because I'd seen it on there a lot and you can purchase it on Amazon but I actually think that Etsy's the right place to buy it from. Firstly because you can buy Jesmonite in enormous quantities. They sell it on the original website, Peter Hawkins website and um, you know you can buy it in like 25 kilogram tubs and that kind of thing. You can buy it in less quantities but obviously you're going to be saving a little bit more money if you buy it in like a larger quantity like that. But that's where makers from Etsy have kind of bought these things in bulk and then like pared them down into manageable uh, amounts that they've kind of packaged up individually for you to make a project with. So there's a lot of those kits available on Etsy. But actually what I would consider the main benefit of buying from a kit is that you can get some of the pigments for um, dyeing the jesmonite different colours in a much more reasonable quantity than you would be able to buy from the suppliers like directly. Basically jesmonite can be dyed with jesmonite pigments. You can't dye it with anything else because it doesn't react with the um, liquid and powder base well. You, It's not like something like cement where you could kind of pour in some acrylic paint and it would change the colour. Like it, It's not going to work. So you have to buy specific jesmonite pigments and you can buy them, um, you know, like in a bottle from this uh, jesmonite dealer like website. But they're going to come in something like 200 milliliter bottles. And I'm not kidding when I, I tell you that you need like a dab from a toothpick, not even a drop, less than a drop to dye the amount of jesmonite taken to make like a tray or something. So you can imagine how many, you know, trays or coasters or whatever you would make with 200 milliliters of the pigment. It would just be never ending. You'd never finish it. So yeah, buying from kind of like a kit like this, you would get a small amount of the pigment, maybe like, I think my kit came with five milliliters of pigment, 
which is going to be more than enough for all the projects that I could ever want to make. And yeah, the kit, the kit that I got, I'll link it down below, but it came with three pigments, so red, yellow and blue, so the primary colours, and then black and white, which are kind of the only colours you're really going to need because obviously you can make any colour you want with red, yellow and blue. So yeah, that's kind of, that was the attraction, that was the main pull into buying a kit from Etsy as opposed to doing it myself. And it might seem like a bit of an investment in terms of you getting a smaller amount of the product when you could just buy it online in a larger quantity for, for cheaper or for like a relatively comparable amount. Um, so let me just break it down for you. For example, my kit was £32 and that came with about, I think it was about 600 grams of the jasmineite. That's liquid and powder included. So that's enough to make about two trays. So it's about £15 a tray. But obviously with that kit, I've got the mould. I've got the instructions, which are like invaluable. I've got the pigments and I had five pigments. So that's like kind of a lot. And then I've got the wax. Mine came with a wax that I could be used to like seal my jasmineite tray to stop it from, you know, getting tarnished or whatever over time. So all of that kind of came for £32. And then if you go onto the Jesmonites website, you can buy, I think it's about three kilograms of Jesmonite, that's liquid and base together. And that's going to be about £25. So obviously you're getting much, much more but then if you need to buy the pigments, well, a 200 milliliter bottle of pigments is about £20. And if you want three colours, red, yellow and blue, that's going to be £60. Plus the jasmineite, that's like £84. So, you know, everything adds up and you can, if you feel like you're going to be doing a lot of projects and you love the look of jasmineite and you're like, you know that you're going to be obsessed, then definitely invest in a larger quantity. But as a starting off point, uh, a little kit up from, from Etsy is the perfect way to go, I think. And now I know that I like it so I can now like invest in just the powder and the, the liquid because I already have the rest of the tools that I'm going to need. So that's kind of like my little spiel about where I got my kit, how I, how I decided what would be right for me. And I knew I wanted to make a tray because I'd seen so many photos online. Just like a really cute terrazzo tray. I'll put a picture of it in my newsletter. So if you want to subscribe to that, it's just always linked in the description. And yeah, it's so gorgeous. The one that I made is a peach, pink and orange terrazzo tray. I'm definitely loving those colours at the moment. I think with the branding from Soleil, I kind of have become obsessed with that like peachy sunsetty color scheme and I'm just using it in all my designs at the moment. I love it so much. So definitely love that color scheme for the tray and basically what you do is you make the chips, then you make the jasmineite, you mix them together, you let it harden in the tray. Then you're going to peel it out from 
that mold, like the tray mold, and you can sand it and and then you're done. The whole process took me maybe six hours, but most of that time was completely inactive. It was like letting it set, then you take it out of the mold, you have to let it set for like another hour, and then you know, you have to like let it cool and, and dry out completely before you can wax it as well. So yeah, a lot of that time wasn't, it wasn't like hard work and effort. It wasn't very difficult at all, actually. <laughs> and as somebody who's tried many different crafts, this was definitely quite a low maintenance craft. It wasn't, it wasn't that hard. You need the equipment, but actually doing it wasn't that hard. So if you're thinking about kind of getting jesmonite, I definitely would recommend it. Even just because it's like a fun and unique thing to try. I don't think that many people have tried it necessarily. I don't think, unless you're into crafting and like, unless you've seen it, online you might not even have heard about it because it's you know it's just not as popular as other types of crafts at the moment but as I said it's getting kind of a bit more viral which I think is great it definitely deserves the attention that it's getting at the moment So before I go, I'm going to give you a few of the tips that I learned from my experience with Jesmonite, working with Jesmonite over the weekend. And if you decide that you want to go and purchase a little kit, then hopefully these tips will be useful for you. So the first thing is that you need to plan the colours in advance. Basically, Jesmonite's, um hardens through a reaction. So once you start mixing the powder and the liquid together, there's really not a lot of working time. With something like epoxy resin, which is a clear resin that kind of dries, it looks like acrylic. Um, with something like that, there's about 40 minutes working time, which means if you put it into the mold, you can move around whatever you've got in it. So if you have like dried flowers or glitter or whatever, you can move that around for about 40 minutes and it's gonna be fine. With jesmonite, the working time is much, much less. It will start to set within the first few minutes of you mixing the liquid and the powder together. So with the colour choices and stuff like that, you don't have a lot of time to keep changing your mind and like keep altering to make the perfect um, colour that you want. So for me, I decided that I wanted to do my pink, orange and peach. So I knew that I would have to add, you know, in certain proportions, red to the pink and then red and yellow to make the peach and the orange. And I mixed my pigments in with the liquid first before I added the powder base. Because once you mix the pigments with the liquid, like that's gonna stay liquid and it's not gonna have a reaction. It's when you add the powder to that, that's what's gonna start the reaction off. So, you can play around for as long as you want mixing the pigments with the liquid base. 
but once you've started adding that powder there's really like not a lot of time for you to keep adding more pigments to it so definitely make sure that you have planned out in advance look up online you know how to make certain colors if you want to make like a particular shade of lilac or like a vibrant lime color or something something that's not the bog standard you know red yellow and blue make sure that you have an understanding of how you're going to create that color before you get out the jessamite because yeah this it is kind of expensive and you don't want to end up with a product that you're like oh I wish that color was a bit more vibrant or I wish it wasn't so vibrant um and on that note actually I would really recommend using a toothpick to add the pigments to the jesmonite just because they're so pigmented I've never worked with dye that pigmented before and I've worked with a lot of different colored base products it it was really like insane it was like more pigmented than food coloring uh, it was like it was mental so <laughs> add the color sparingly and with a toothpick if you want a pastel color definitely use a toothpick <laughs> if you want something vibrant obviously you can add by the drop but yeah it's not the kind of thing that you're like oh yeah add a drop but then everyone adds more you know like if you're I don't know if anyone else does this if you're baking and it's like add a drop of vanilla and then you just add like a tablespoon do not do that with the jesmonite pigments <laughs> that's not gonna work and I would not recommend so yeah that's kind of my first tip all about the colors and then my next tip is to make sure once you've added the jesmonite to the mold that you kind of give it a good tap around it has a tendency to have these little air pockets so if you tap the side for about a minute those air pockets are gonna basically float to the surface and because you cast the mold upside down the surface as in what you can see is actually going to end up being the bottom of the finished product because you turn it upside down and um yeah that side will be the bottom so if you keep tapping the sides bubbles will pop up you can pop them with a toothpick um and it will hopefully uh, reduce the amount of little air bubbles that you have on the actual surface of your front side of the the product that you're making the tray or the coaster or whatever so yeah definitely do that to give yourself a better finish and then also you're going to want to sand your tray once you're finished with it or your, your product once you're finished with it so you will use a waterproof sandpaper which I actually didn't know existed until I got my kit my kit came with sandpaper so that was really great you didn't have to buy it and actually sandpaper is so expensive I don't know if anyone's um had that experience before I've tried to buy it for projects and it's just like two sheets are like eight pounds I don't, I don't know I could think that's kind of expensive but um yeah if you if it comes in your kit then that's great but you're going to want to spray the the product liberally spray the jesmonite and spray the sandpaper then you can sand it down I went from kind of a rough sandpaper and then a little bit more fine and then to to the finest sandpaper and that will make sure that you don't have any scratch marks in it 
because the rough sandpaper is going to leave more of a texture and then as you get to the finer sandpapers it will smooth it out completely so it will leave a, a more polished finish kind of like um polished concrete floor it's got that similar sh finish and actually jesmonite on its own isn't particularly shiny but you can shine it up through things like sanding or varnishing and that's also something that i would recommend you do you can actually seal jesmonite with coconut oil i have um, read that online you can use an acrylic sealer which you can buy online or you can use kind of like a food safe wax also all of these are available online but yeah if you don't want to go out and buy something coconut oil is perfectly fine it might change the color of your product a little bit basically it'll depend on how much of it seeps into the the jesmonite it's kind of like a bit porous but once you seal it that's that's kind of the, the main reason that you would seal it is because it's more of a porous stone quote-unquote stone <laughs> it's not really stone but you know so yeah i would say those are my main tips oh one last thing i when i made my tray i put tiny little rubberized feet on the bottom and i think that that kind of elevated it made it look a bit nicer and also it means that whatever i put it on first of all it's not going to move around and also it's not going to scratch the surface of what i've put it on uh, and also it means that it's less likely to like move around and fall so it's not gonna you know crack or whatever if you drop it because i don't know how well that the jesmonite would actually hold up if you dropped it from a height um i have a suspicion not well but i'm not going to try it but i don't think it would hold up very well <laughs> so yeah adding the little feet i i think we just got ours from poundland actually they're just like really small rubberized pads that you stick on they're like self-adhesive you stick them onto the bottom of your product and yeah it kind of gives you this like finished polished look hope everyone enjoyed learning about jesmonite i know it's a bit niche it's not really a craft that i think people have experience with and i think that that's a real shame so hopefully this podcast will inspire you to look it up maybe decide that that's something that you want to do uh, something that you want to have a go with i definitely would recommend starting with a kit from etsy like i said i'll put all the links that i've talked about in the description anyway but yeah, I think there's a lot of potential with Jesmonite. I think that maybe once I have had my fill of doing like the terrazzo style, there's definitely other things that you could do with it. I've seen, for example, people make Jesmonite trays and then kind of like break them in half, put them back in the mould and then fill the rest of the mould with like another material. So you get like a half and half mix. I think that that's really cool. There's a lot of different options that you can do and hopefully as um, as the popularity in Jesmonite grows, people will start producing more creative products and, and that will get shared online and, you know, it will be more readily available for everyone to enjoy. So thank you for listening. 
thank you for letting me geek out about Jasmine I I'm such a crafting geek I think it's so fun and interesting and I think it's really cool that this is such a new substance as well for it to have existed for only about 40 years seems really novel to me <laughs> and yeah if anyone does do any projects definitely let me know I'd love to see them and you can follow my newsletter which is just a um, weekly newsletter that goes along with the podcast so you can follow that for kind of a more detailed description of the exact measurements and stuff if you want to make your own jessamonite product but yeah i hope everyone enjoyed this episode and i will see you next week have a lovely week bye mm-hmm.